Welcome to Matetuo, the teaching ministry of John Kodio. Matetuo in Greek means to make a disciple. And today we are going to be talking about the separated spirit. And we are going to cover three topics that are covered on Sunday. One is faith. And then second one is the spirit of man. And what does it mean actually? And what is the gospel? Why it's important is that what I say is faith could not need not be what you mean by faith. Even the Bible talks about different things of faith. So what do I mean? You must be very clear on what I mean, yes? Do, do you understand, yes? So, for example, Audi, when it first came out, it came out with a car called Fox. It was around the same time that a woman who was good looking was called a Fox. So, if I told you I saw a fox, do I mean a car or a woman? Car. Huh. So says my wife, yes? <laughs> She's a godly woman, yes? <laughs> but do you, you need to understand exactly what I intended by saying what those words have meanings. Do you understand? Huh? Just like that, what is faith? What is the spirit of man? And what is the gospel? What does it mean? Yes? Do you, do you understand? Yes? So, we're going to cover these three things today. Yes? So, let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Yes. So, we know that the man and the woman ate of that tree. Now, we also understand that the woman was deceived by a talking serpent. Last week or the week before last I explained what that actually meant. Now here it says, God said, for in the day that you will eat, you shall surely die. So what, what does that mean? Because for us, to die means something, but obviously it is not the same thing that is meant here because Adam lived after he ate of the tree, yes? So what does that mean? See, words mean something, and we must understand what was meant or try to understand the best that we can on what was meant. Do you understand? It's not always guaranteed, but we need to get as close as possible to, un to an understanding of what God's plan is. Do you understand? In the day that you eat of it, you will surely die, yes? That's what God said. And if God said it, then that happened. 
Well, can you read Gen, um, Isaiah 59, 1 and 2? Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. Yes. So you could say that this death that God met is a separation from God. Do you understand? So what then is separated? Do you understand? And this is what God said, you shall surely die. So death is not a good thing, yes? Can you read uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 26? The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. So death is what? An enemy. And it will be destroyed, yes? Do you understand? Yes? So when we say death, that means what? That means someone has died. Someone is not there anymore, yes? Do you understand? And we mistakenly say that they are at home with the Lord in heaven. But heaven is not our home. Not according to our scripture. Do you understand? You must clearly understand what the scripture says. Because in the original plan of God, there was no death. Your spirit, soul and body, there was not supposed to be a separation. God said if you eat of this tree, there will be a separation. Do you understand? And guess what? Man disobeyed and he, and he was deceived. Yes? Do you understand? So, what we call home, we say home is in heaven. No. What, what does 2 Corinthians 5, 6 to 7 say? So, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith not by sight. Ah, so where is home? Home in, in the? body. Ah. So your home is in your body, yes? In that body, there was death. And guess what? You'll get a new home. That is called resurrection, yes? Whether you like it or not, you'll get a new home, yes? yes. If you're with Jesus, you get to spend eternity in the new home with Jesus. If you don't like Jesus and you don't accept Him, you get to spend eternity in the new body every day where hell and death are thrown in the lake of fire. In our colloquialism, we call it hell, yes? But our home is where? In our body. Therefore, whatever comes against us being at home is not from God. Do you, do, yes. do you understand? Yes? yes? It's not the original plan of God. Yes? Am I clear on what I'm saying? Yes? 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 So, so we must be clear about what, what is being said and what is being proclaimed. Otherwise, we can c come to various doctrines that are in error. 
Do you understand? So, now, you must be very clear. Some of these things, you can say, okay, it falls here or it falls here because it doesn't concern your salvation. For example, some people say that Satan originated after um, the, the whisperer, the bad guy, on uh, like after God made everything. On uh, in Genesis chapter three, some people say that Satan was there as pre-Adamic creation. Do you understand? The problem with that is that. If evil spirits are pre-Adamic in nature and not caused by the flood of Noah, then there's a misunderstanding. Do you understand? But as far as salvation is concerned, we do not worry about it. Don't lose the simplicity in Christ. Do you understand? Yeah? What does that mean? It's like electricity, though it rhymes. If you don't know how to use it properly, it will kill you. Do, do you understand? Yes? So don't argue and call, call the other person heathen just because he believes in a doctrine that is different. You don't know how, what, what study, what they have been taught. Do you understand? If you believe in something and you know it's true, try to explain that to him. Make sure that that person understands what you see in it. It is their choice always to reject or accept. Just like you always learn. Do you understand? So, now, it became harder and harder to trust in God once you separated from Him. Do you understand? It became to the point that you have to believe by faith that there is even a God. Do you understand? You read Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So it it's become part of our covenant because we have to believe by faith. I use an example of me going downstairs. You have to believe by faith that I'll move downstairs. I have to believe by faith that I'll be moving downstairs. But once I move downstairs and I'm there and I'm operating there, then we don't need faith, no? You'll see. Me downstairs. Do you understand? Do, do, so I spoke about what faith is. It's not what religion you are. Do you understand? It is a hope that comes only from the Word of God. But hope without faith is like a car engine without transmission. Because you got to activate that hope by your faith in that person who has given you that hope. But by your trust in that person. You can have the biggest car, 
You can have the biggest engine, but the power has to be transferred to the wheel. That transference of the power is by faith. So whatever we hope in, that then becomes our faith. If we hope in what is not the word of God, for example, if it's our fear, then fear becomes our faith. Do you understand? And that faith becomes eventually a reality. Because you seeing something is what? With your eyes. Eyes are in the physical realm, yes? So what is in faith will come to pass. That's why you must renew your mind. Do you understand? So align your mind into the thinking, align yourself to what God thinks. Therefore, you have faith. Even though things look bad, you have faith. The other day I was talking to somebody. I said, throw your Bible away if you don't believe in God. Why you pretend to be a Christian? If, because if there is no food to show for it, then what? what is that if you don't believe? What, do you understand? Your fear is not going to get you to heaven. If the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not. One, either the word is true or the word is false. So that means either you are lying or the word is lying. Now think, the word is always true. Just something wrong. We got to fix ourselves. Rather than we say, ah, oh, this is the That's why, that's the other side of the coin. Go to Genesis 3.10. So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Yes. So that that was spoken by Adam, yes? Adam said he was naked, yes? Now, who found him when, remember I, when I spoke about alcohol? At the time of Noah, after the flood? Noah was naked. That's the second occurrence of nakedness. Do you understand? And there was a sin that was committed. That it's about alcohol, but I'm not going to go into that now, but I'll cover that when we get to that, uh, the flood of Noah, yes? But go to 2 Corinthians 5, 3. If indeed, having been clothed, hmm. we shall not be found naked. Yes. So Adam was found, in, found naked. He saw himself naked, but we are supposed to be clothed with Christ. Yes? Go to Galatians 4, 4. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. Yes. So, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son. Through faith we believe that, and we are clothed in him. Do you understand? Yes. When we are clothed with Christ, we are no longer naked. Do you understand? We are no longer like a, a, a plot without a fence lot of land without a fence where anyway everything can come in or anything can come in that is why Christ is our defense he's been there he's won that 
do you, do you understand yes so let's go to 1 John 3 13 to 15 do not marvel my brethren if the world hates you we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren he who does not love his brother abides in death Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Yes. He who does not love his brother abides in what? What? Abides in what? In death. In death. Death is what? Separation from God. God is love. So whoever hates his brother is a murderer. So the war is between love and hate. Do you understand? Now, love, you can, you immediately can say, or you, you would say, is of God, and hate is of the devil. But God hates also. Yeah. Do you understand? Yes? But <coughs> you understand? Yes? If, remember, I always say the motive matters. What is your motive? Is it love? Are you doing things out of love for God? For, for the gospel? Or are you doing it for some other motives? Do you understand? It is love versus hate. Am I clear so far? This recording is meant to teach God's word with clarity and simplicity. Thank you for listening.